now on RTHK, it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with legislator Al Nok Hin. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Professor Chang Kim Man, I cannot but keep reflecting upon your insightful teaching in civil society recently. Last Sunday, tens of thousands of citizens from all walks of lives, young or retired, flocked to Victoria Park only to reiterate the five demands. It has been two months following the millions-long rally in June. Yet, withdrawal is a word of the government still finds reluctant to speak of. As I walked under heavy rain from Central, all the way to Causeway Bay, I saw thousands of faces showing passion and determination. Along with many participants, I queued for more than an hour to go upstage and spoke to the crowd. Some elaborated the reasons of carrying on with the five demands. Some went further to analyze the geopolitical influences affecting the current movement. Some shared the tearful story behind the scenes and the painful struggles with families and colleagues. Although the government has not yet responded to our demands, people's voices are heard by each other. At this assembly attended by over 1.7 million people, I felt enormously motivated by the power of the powerless. But with few signs of ending the protests every weekend, this reviving civil society is now facing a greater and wider range of state suppression. As the forefront of protest sites, arrests and prosecution are in full scale as an attempt to deter young activists from taking to streets again. Abuse of police power is accepted in silence by the institution, creating greater mistrust between the people and the government. There is no escape at end, as self-censorship has extended to workplace. Westernization of the management figures of leading Hong Kong bank airline and railway. Disciplinary action upon university students involving in the protests. A lot of legal and accounting firms are under growing pressure in defending the autonomy of their profession. Lies are widely spoken on a daily basis in our institution. The government, the police, the education minister, and among many high-respected social elites. We can easily compare the current situation to what happened in Eastern Europe in the 60s. That is a de facto authoritarian rule. Gradually, just as Harvard wrote in his memoir, the regime could well start locking up everyone who thought independently and who expressed himself independently, even he did so. In private. Against this backdrop, people of Hong Kong do not welcome Carrie Lam's idea of setting up a platform for a dialogue at this very moment. Certainly, the platform share a benign intention to resolve political disputes, but the crux of the issue lies whether the five major demands can be tabled as an agenda or not, and whether the platform only serves as a means to end the crashes without addressing to the problems. Besides, 
This similar tactic was used by the government during the Umbrella Movement, eventually resulting in a large-scale crackdown on civil society and imprisoning of student activists. Carrie Lam did not live up to her promise to political reform, despite a twist news creeping report to the Beijing government. The lesson we learned five years ago is painful yet meaningful, because this time, no one feels that the platform is sincere in solving problems. Hong Kong people are not as before. What is the true meaning of a dialogue? I believe it is built up upon an understanding with compassion, and this is what our government is lacking. Professor Chen. When I read your letters in captivity, I know that a physical cell does not bar you from understanding the grievances of the general public. Your consoling words to young protesters remind me of your teaching, your contribution to building a vibrant civil society at home and in China, and above all, your selfless dedication to the democratic movement in Hong Kong. Back in 2013, when you announced the idea of Occupy Central with love and peace, you knew the course well from the very beginning. You will have lost a stable job, a decent income, NGO development in China, and for sure you would have ended up in jail. But you still put faith to the better future of Hong Kong with great faith. The movement did not guarantee a desirable outcome, but when there is a crucial movement, you chose to stand up with people and speak up for what our society should be, even in jail. We are now at the crossroad between truth and lie, between light and darkness, even civility and atrocity. At this crucial juncture. A lot of social leaders still hope to reach dialogue to restore peace. Their efforts are respected, but before history judges them, I hope they could also realize the powers on the ground. To the people of Hong Kong who fought this battle with a huge sacrifice, it is too early to call for detent. Because if the precondition of entering dialogue are to forego what we stood for in the last few months, the dialogue itself is not genuine. May we walk in solidarity. Yours, knock in.